Hello everyone and welcome to Jumping Podcast or how I like to call it What does it take to become a freelance survivor? This podcast is designed to help you get into the freelance world to support you on your journey from beginning until the end I am your host Doina, a talent acquisition specialist with over six years of experience in freelancing Welcome back to another episode of Jumping Podcast. If you're new around here, click the button subscribe to receive a weekly freelance tips. If you're new into the freelance world, check the previous episodes where I share insights on how to find your skills, how to price your service, what fee structure to choose from, and many more. Today we will talk about payment methods for freelancers. Besides the traditional payment methods that have been on the market for a while, such as bank transfer, direct deposit, freelancers easily adapted to other methods as well. The first thing that they had in mind is to use save some money. Selecting the best payment method for your freelance business it depends on multiple factors, such as in what country are you based, in what country is your client based, what is the currency you are using to charge for your service. So the exchange from dollars to euros, for example, would affect your rates. I know you are mainly thinking about your business when you are selecting the payment method. However, you also need to make it easy for your client. Be where your client is. And nobody says you must stick to one method only. The first option is cryptocurrency. I know many freelancers that with the boom of Bitcoin, they started to charge in cryptocurrency. I know that this option is not on the big freelance platform. However, you can negotiate it with your clients or you can use several job sites such as CryptoGrind, XBT Freelancer, Coinality, Jobs for Bitcoins, Crypto Jobs and many more. Personally, I never charge in cryptocurrency. However, I might give it a try this year. Number two is Revolut. So what is Revolut and how does this work? Revolut is a prepaid debit card and you are getting an account with an IBAN number which allows you to receive bank transfers as well. They do not have any physical presence so you'll not find no local branches. Nope, nowhere. They are online only. You track all your spending in the app and the best part of it is that you have access to over 150 foreign currency and you can arrange the exchange from your own app. For example, I hold accounts in dollars, euros and Romanian lei. When I travel to Hungary, for example, I exchange euros to foreigns, which is their local currency, and I use the same card for payments and the payments will be drawn, of course, in the local currency. Now, how can you use it for your freelance business? Revolut is offering a freelance option. This means you can charge in over 150 currencies. If your client is from the US, you charge in US dollars. You receive US dollars. Your client is based in Europe, you are paid in euros, so you are receiving euros. You're not going through the conversion that your client sends US dollars and by the time it reaches your account, which is in euros, in between there's a currency exchange where you're gonna lose money. You're getting one card for 
all your needs. And you can use a virtual company cards integrated with the business API. This means you can connect your company's applications to your Revolut business account. Revolut originated in Europe and I see they already expanded to the US and another competitor they have here in Europe is N26, which is available for US as well. I'm using Revolut since 2017 and honestly, I couldn't be happier. Option number three is TransferWise. Do you know those people who made Skype? Well, the same people created TransferWise. This is a cost-effective method for those based in Europe. They have an option for freelancers. It's free to open a business account. You set up a virtual bank account with different currencies, so you are paid directly in US dollars or euros or British pound, or as they describe it, just like a local. You can hold over 40 currencies in your account. However, you will need to exchange the money within the app before you transfer it to your bank account. And they say there is a small conversion fee. The freelancer account comes with a debit MasterCard. You can have ATM withdrawal with a limit of $250 with no fees. However, once you pass that limit, they charge a fee of 2% for each withdrawal. If you go to their website, they have this useful calculator and transparent fees of when you send $1,000, how much the recipient gets. I tried this method and it was hassle-free. The money arrived quickly. I think it was like like 12 hours. The maximum I had was like 36 hours. However, this is still great. And I had a great exchange currency offer and it was actually better than my bank. And number four is PayPal. Nope, this method is not dead yet, even if the fees are crazy. It's free to create a PayPal account. You can withdraw money with no fees to your bank account. It takes around three days. If you need it quicker, they charge a fee. This is a great option when you charge in US dollars and your bank account currency is dollars as well. The downside of it is that when you receive a payment, you pay a fee of 2.9% of the total amount received plus 30 cents. I don't know how or why. However, if you have a great client, he might opt in to pay the fee. An example, you build $1,000 for your latest project, then PayPal wants $29.30 for it. I even don't want to mention if you reside outside the United States, you also need to pay a currency conversion rate of 2.5%. Honestly, I'm still using this method because some clients find it easier to just click once and everything is paid. And I guess it's all about PayPal's resolution center as well. As a client, if you're unhappy with a freelancer service, or if you paid the freelancer and you get no response, it's very easy to open a dispute, escalate it to PayPal, send proof of your issue, and PayPal will be your mediator. So you get your money back. I know that this method is not saving you much money, but somehow it's still on the market and widely used by freelancers and clients. Is there a dominant method you're using in your business and saving you money at the same time? I would love to know. That is all for today. Thank you for your time. And next week, I will talk about the value of time tracking. Don't forget to go to jumpingpodcast.com resources, get your freebies, your guide to hourly pay, to fix price projects, the best website to find your next opportunity, and so on. Until next time, stay safe out there.
Thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be grateful if you can leave a review on iTunes and tell me what you love about it or share with someone who might need future insights regarding freelancing. And don't forget to subscribe to stay on track with all the upcoming episodes.